So I'm so excited to welcome a literal comedy pimp himself, John Benitez. He is the host of the burlesque and stand-up comedy night at Harvell's in Long Beach. Um, it's funny because we met at a business lunch and then now, now he's invited me to um, do stand-up at Harvell's. He's such a great host. He has, he's all the great energy, all the energy that I never have because I'm so dry. He's just so enthusiastic, such a good show host. And I'm really honored that he allowed uh, the likes of me to even enter his comedy show, which is so fun. But welcome, John. Thank you so much for being here. Wow, thanks. Thanks for the accolades. Oh, my God. I hope I can yeah. live up to this. Yeah. Can you tell us what you're wearing right now as a comedy pimp? As a comedy pimp, I actually am wearing the comedy robe, the comedy oh, pimp robe. What's a comedy pimp? I, I, it was just a robe that we, that we got over at a Japanese store. It's, you know, that, I don't know if you've ever heard, it's like, not Kulo uh, or, there's another one over in Santa Ana, mm -hmm. and it's this kind of a Japanese minimalist uh, place, oh. and so it's just wow. like kind of a house robe. It's kind of stupid. I think it's, that's pretty cool. So, um, can you tell us, like, what you do? Because I don't even know if people understand what burlesque is, and... Your show is so awesome. It's a mix of burlesque and comedy. Can you explain like what, what yeah. the show is like? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's funny enough that burlesque actually is comedy. I mean, it's, it what? The, yeah, the the word the word burlesque actually it, it comes from uh, I can't remember the the name of the of the of the uh, writer, but it was actually an Italian writer. So burlesque yeah. actually means mockery. What? So, yeah. Interesting. So it's the, the the whole thing of burlesque and comedy being in the same show is kind of mm -hmm. one of the same. It's like saying oh. La Brea Tar Pits. Comedy <laughs> actually, it's like saying the Tar Tar Pits. Oh <laughs> so it oh, kind of, so this funny. show kind of lends itself back to its Interesting. origins. So like, did you start this show or like, how did it even begin? How did it started like five years ago on, uh, on April 1st. Mm -hmm. And what had happened was that there was a there's a comic who's well known right now on uh, Barstool, the Barstool Sports, uh, Sean Latham. So what happened was that he we were looking for a place to do a show, mm -hmm. and then one of his buddies had heard about Harvell's looking for something else to do. Mm -hmm. So we started that show back then on the threat from the owner that said that you know the the day we have comedy in this place mm -hmm. is the day I'm dead. What? And so it <laughs> why was, was he so? Why? Why are? Because he's a staunch. He's a staunch burlesque person. Oh, so he okay. Right. It's a, okay. the 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 venue is basically a jazz burlesque place. It's known for that. The one in the the one in Santa Monica is the most popular for jazz and burlesque. Mm. So him having comedy was just like ugh. Mm. No. But it was a night that was slow. Mm -hmm. You know, we asked, can we please, you know, we'll do whatever we can to get in mm -hmm. and we'll try to make this good work for you. And for the last five years, we've just been sticking at it. We've only had, mm. besides natural disasters, Ricky Martin is the only reason the show's ever uh, stopped. Wow. So they, yeah, they shot the Adios video there. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Because I love that menu. It's so like, it has like a homey feeling, but it's a great stage. It has yeah. great acoustics. So it's, it's awesome. So um, can you tell us like, what is it like actually hosting and like putting the show together, um, picking the comedians? Like, what is that process like? It's, it's nerve wracking. Uh, 
because there, there thank you for to, honesty. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's nerve wracking because I didn't want it to be like every other show, like mm. every other. And it's show. not. It's yeah. definitely not. It's but very they, special. Yeah. Thank you. They, they we try to make it that way, but the the one complaints I hear from a lot of the guys is, oh, you know, they don't let everybody else on, or it's hard to get on, or there's mm. all these uh, politics that go on. Right. So we tried to make this place like Switzerland is supposed to be as <laughs> confrontational as possible. Yeah, that's you know, true. No flex mm-hmm. zone. There's no, if one comic has a beef with another comic, mm-hmm. we don't not book that comic or whatever. Like if there's mm-hmm. a comic that's, that's of higher ranking or higher stature, if you, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's every comic knows you, you don't tell me, Hey, don't book that guy. Or mm-hmm. we can't book that guy like that. If, if we if someone doesn't get booked, mm-hmm. it's because of their own merits. Meaning they've run the light. Mm-hmm. They're not respectful. Yeah. of their comics. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a, there's a few performers that have you know bagged on the previous comic, mm-hmm. or a comic that. What has, is bagging? Okay, well, I sorry, I have to, I have to because because what do you count as bagging on the previous comic? because well, because we tag right because you know we, we do some stuff. Oh, so what do you consider is like disrespectful versus like okay? Yeah. In my in my own opinion, mm-hmm. this is not yeah, the yeah. opinion of Harvell's or any right, other yeah. comic. Mm-hmm. I don't even consider myself a, a, a all. I'm a, not even a host. I'm just the guy that runs the show, however you want to call this showrunner. But even then, I th- I believe if a comic goes more than like two minutes on the last comics bit mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. grinds into it mm-hmm. it's like you know we've already addressed that that other comic did the best he could with that you know right uh, right so i i kind of find it in bad taste and again this is my own opinion mm-hmm. you know the way mm-hmm. i drink my coffee with that much sugar this, that mm-hmm. if uh, if a comic goes up and uses the the last comics bit as fodder for their bit mm. And kind of leans into what there was what was what was being said prior. Uh, that's okay. kind of in poor taste to me. Interesting. You know, it's you you came you came with your own five minutes or your own three minutes. Your own right, right, do right. your stuff. Do your stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. don't hack onto that person. Go backstage and go talk to that person, or go you know talk smack outside and have a cigarette. Mm. But don't do it on the stage. Mm. Thank you for that. Sorry, I had to interrupt you because it was it was for my own personal benefit. I think you have a, such a unique perspective on like what's appropriate and what's not because you see so many of them. Right. right. So um, what are your favorite comics put on stage and what are the comics that you prefer to change your behavior a little bit? Like in your opinion, as a showrunner, uh, just running the light, knowing just, you know, just respect. I've mm-hmm. let a lot of guys do what they got to do. You know, alt comedy is the only one that kind of doesn't work in that room. And that mm-hmm. room has a lot of, uh, of its own personality of what it'll accept yes. and what it won't accept. Mm-hmm. All comedy not being one of them. But it, basically, if, if someone's up there and they're respectful, I don't want to change anything. I want them to do what mm-hmm. they're doing. I want them to bring their brand of comedy and their talents. Because at the mm-hmm. very end of the night, someone mm-hmm. has lent their talent to that show. Yes. Yes. Someone has Absolutely. brought their heart to that show. Someone got up on stage and bared their soul to mm-hmm. strangers. Yes. You know, so true. And that deserves a respect. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great explanation. Thank you for saying that. So um, in terms of like burlesque, um, because there's the two dancers that I saw the night that I went there, they were amazing. Can you tell us a little bit more about like the burlesque show? 
Yeah, the burlesque portion is kind of cool. We were we, we were actually begrudgingly started with the burlesque because we just wanted to be a comedy night. But then the owner says, no, uh, this this is a burlesque place. We have to have burlesque. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of acquiesced. And then we said, okay, fine, let's do this. And then it kind of became synergistic to where... Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. It, yeah. It's, you know, there's some fun. The the girls aren't doing normal burlesque. Well, I believe they are doing normal burlesque. But are the girls that are there, there's a lid for every pot. We have every shape and size of dancer. And they all mm -hmm. do something fun and interesting that's sometimes just as mm -hmm. funny as the bit you know they're three minutes yes long. they're hilarious yeah there's mm -hmm. some you have you have to experience some of the, the nights that you're you know there we have girls with snakes we have girls with fire we have girls with knives and then we have girls that sing comedic songs on stage mm. so the burlesque is unique in the fact that it really does hold true to the to the origin which is mockery that's so funny like it's yeah it makes sense now because I went there like a couple of weeks ago and thank you for allowing me to perform there. But it was just, uh, it was, yeah, it's a very synergistic uh, space. So um, how did you get started in comedy like yourself though? Like how did you, what's your first favorite comedian? What was your first experiences like? Ooh, Richard Pryor, man. Uh, Long Beach local, you know, Long Beach, mm -hmm. that kind of did it. I think that's a lot of people get hit hard on that one. You know, Rodney Dangerfield mm -hmm. and all that from the day. But mm -hmm. how I really kind of, got indoctrinated the whole thing that I used to run the largest Asian and Latin uh, background yeah. casting company what? back in the day. Yeah. What? So you have to tell us now. Okay. What was that <laughs> so like? that's how I got into that. So uh, we did everything from like the getting jiggy with it video. So like all the Polynesians that are there and the getting jiggy with the video, mm -hmm. those are wow. all, that was all done by me and my, what? yeah, me and my kid's mom. Wow. Uh, yeah. We did uh, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. We did, Bulletproof. We did actually in the movie in Bulletproof. I'm every Mexican drug dealer in that movie. What? But, wow. <laughs> so what? Okay. Okay. They I cut away. Okay. If you ever watch, if you ever watch, <laughs> I'm that gonna movie, watch it. I'm gonna watch it now. In the okay. drug scenes where they're showing how they're getting drugs out of the country, mm -hmm. you're gonna see every station they're showing every station and every uh, way that they're getting drugs into cars okay. and for some stupid reason the way they shot it whoever the editor was thought it'd be hilarious that i'd be the one person doing every single one so it looks like a really bad <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious yeah. wow so what was your casting like like this is so fascinating please that tell was us weird. how you got into casting that was uh that was because we were helping out a casting director one day and who do you hang out with <laughs> I'm like a little, I'm like a little cockroach. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere and nowhere. I love it. Sorry. Yeah. I just had to ask. Yeah. 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 So that's how that happened. So we were helping this lady, um, that she needed help sorting out photographs. And then she saw that I had an eye for like, okay, this person's this, this person's that. And, oh. and I just was really good with people with communicating with them. So she started mm -hmm. having me help. And then I said, I can do this. Mm. And then I just started doing it. So way back in the day, wow. I used to have an office at the crossroads of the world. Uh, we had a company called the Agency. It's like the Agency. Uh, that's yeah. funny. Is it still uh, going? Uh, no, I still own the name of it. Oh, okay. Uh, if I've, I've been hit. Are you going to do something? Um, we're trying to. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of funny. There's people who want me to bring it back, and there's an Asian porn site, uh, Asian gay porn site. That oh my god! That's been trying to You're get. You're going to be rich. See, no, yeah. <laughs> they actually like an idiot. Um, they have. I I only have Agency.com. They had the foresight. But I have to look. Oh, to pull how up is Asia? Asian C. Wait, wait, Asian C. Ah, uh, they wait. Why now, don't you sell it to them? Because they don't want to buy it. 
Twitter. But they went and bought the jeez.com. Uh, now I'm scared to I don't yeah, I have to yeah. <laughs> watch it after oh. our pocket. Just go just just do it. Just do it right now while we're on. No, 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 no. It's, I'm gonna be distracted. They're on season ten on Pornhub. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Um okay, so how <laughs> so <laughs> what, uh um so <laughs> how this went sideways is, quick what, yeah uh what are you john myself I'm, I'm a puerto rican mexican mix okay so you are a latino dude and you were involved with asians like what do you really think of us there's everything it, yeah god this is like okay. a long i just had to have this conversation with my daughter of what happened mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. when i was a kid mm -hmm. i grew up in whittier in a mostly hispanic area mm -hmm. and every and this is again this is not stereotypical this is not just my own findings in mm -hmm. my own world at my time mm -hmm. in the 80s mm -hmm. that every everybody's kind of wanted to to get married and get have kids and that was the end of the story mm -hmm. and so i used to go over to the city of industry over to Punta hills and hang out mm -hmm. just what happens is the, the girls you'd meet over there are mostly asian mm -hmm. and they had the sign of the same goals i had let's start you know start a business get a job do something go forward and then on top of that, my teacher, which I, I wish I could ever find her again, Miss Hashima, she was always telling me, she's like, yeah, you know, you have to build a business. Don't do this. Don't, mm. uh, don't, don't learn how to have a job. Mm. And wow, so I, I kind smart. of, yeah, I kind of became enthralled in that. Mm -hmm. And so I just dated outside of Mexicans for a while or Latinos mm. or whatever. And then it's, it is, I'm not saying, you know, again, this is nothing. Anybody who's my real life knows that I'm completely contradicting myself right now. But uh, that just happened to f fit my, my plans at the time, to hang around people like that. And I just kind of mm -hmm. grew into that culture. That's all it was. And my kid's mom is Chinese, so. Hmm. You don't have my joke? Oh, yeah. Oh, can I tell my joke? Go ahead. Because um, my ex was Latino and I'm Chinese. If we had a daughter, she'd be a cantina. Yeah. So your daughter is actually she's that. The, she's the China Latina. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. So, um, yeah. So, wow, you have such an interesting life. Like, what did you do before casting? Like, okay, just, just tell us your life story because it's, it's uh, so... Life story, my family. Yeah, yeah my family yeah. came from um, my uncle's, uh, my dad's brother's uh, owned gas stations in, in Diamond Bar, California. Uh, mm. My uncle uh, has the, uh, still holds, I think, to this day holds the record for the cheapest gas in the U.S. at a tenth what? of a penny a gallon. Wow. So that was that. So that's how I got my stuff. My started in automotive. Why I do automotive and comedy stuff? Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Did that, went to school, got out of school, started the agency. Mm -hmm. um, then that kind of went down. Another family tragedy happened. I'm not going to get into that right now. But mm -hmm. I ended up moving up north, opening up two restaurants, getting into radio. Mm. And then that kind of brought me back. So no matter what happened, I kept on getting involved in the entertainment industry and back with comedy. Mm. So even when I was in the automotive industry, it got in, it got into comedy and automotive together. When I started mm -hmm. hooking up with uh, with Fluffy, with Gabriel Iglesias, mm -hmm. and helped him design some cars, that kind of just mm -hmm. pulled me back in. And once that happened, I figured this is the last bit of it. I'm going to mm -hmm. stick this time. I'm going to do it. Something the universe is saying, stop denying it and get it over with and get back in the mm -hmm. business. So that's what happened. Wow. Yeah. So if I'll I'll send you a link of of stuff I used to do before on TV with uh, yeah. doing the cars. Yeah. 
that would be amazing. Yeah. So, wow, what an interesting life that you have. Yeah. Um, so, what was your favorite show? What was your worst show? Like of the of the of, brush, all the of all these shows, or like yeah, whatever you feel comfortable. Oof, yeah. uh, I got two of them. Uh, one of them was a uh, one day. Uh, or, uh, Roy Wood Jr. decided to, to do the show. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know Roy Wood Jr. Is, no, I don't know who uh, is. from the Daily Show, and from this is not happening. And just he was a buddy of Sean's, and he and Sean asked him if he would do the show, and he said, "Yeah." He goes, "We can't afford to pay you." He goes, "You got a chicken salad?" We're like, "Yeah, we got chicken salad downstairs." He goes, "Get me a chicken salad and mm-hmm. do your show." So wow. yeah, so okay, Roy Wood Jr. came down. <laughs> if you find out right. who he is, and then the second one, that one of the funniest ones, was uh, another incredible comedian, Kate Quigley. Um, she was on Playboy Radio. She's been the host of the ABN oh. Awards, and she used to come to the show a lot when she was less busy. Uh, mm-hmm. She's asked, "Hey, can my friend come down and do a quick set?" And I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, sure. We'll make some time." Wow. He's like, "Yeah." So she was, "Yeah, his name is Brad. He's really cool." Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. cool, whatever. You know, just have him come down. We'll wow. do something. And all of a sudden, I see this little small person coming down the stage, and I look at, I look up mm-hmm. the, the stairs. I go, I go grab Kate. I go, Kate, is your friend Brad Williams? She goes, yeah. <laughs> I go. Okay, uh, could you have told me? <laughs> that? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and, and it's like just the, the funny little weird drop-ins that we have come in. Mm. That have always been fun. Those are the fun ones. You know, having Jason Collings there show up. Uh, those are always fun shows. The worst show we ever had mm-hmm. was last year. We were, when the floods were happening, and mm-hmm. we got flooded out consecutively three Whoa. shows. So we're having Crazy. to run the show with about an inch of water on the stage. Man. Did people go still? Were there still went? Huh? Still wow. went. Wow. Long Beach That's... is that boring on a Tuesday night? <laughs> going yeah, underground <laughs> into a puddle uh, of water is still more fun. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah. So the fun wow. thing I say the fun thing is just like the the weird drop-ins mm-hmm. that we have, the fun things we have. Um, there's a there's a couple of comics you haven't seen yet, uh, mm-hmm. Logan Barrent and. Uh, Kip McManus and Ryan McManus, they they came from back east to chase their dream, mm-hmm. and wow. they'll come on and try some avant-garde stuff. They're always, you know, fun. Uh, Jason Cheney, I think you saw Jason Cheney. Yes, right? I saw him. Yes, yeah. he was great. Mm-hmm. Jason Cheney, an incredible, you know, feat of of comedy. This guy, he just takes, he just sits in the back of the room and rumorates about his stuff and mm-hmm. talks about his life. Uh, you know, Willie Fingers. I don't know if you saw uh, Will Burkhart. No. But uh, man, I'm such a. Uh, I feel so bad. I don't no, know these are mean. these are these are guys that are up and coming. These are uh, oh, okay, okay. The, you heard the, it here, folks. You heard, you it, heard it, it here, here first. first. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. Call, yeah, Jason Collins, who's a, a, a another incredible comedic writer and and performer. Uh, he just came and he said, "Hey, look, I want to start incub- You know, incubating these mm-hmm. guys. These guys are going to be something soon. Right. You know, put them up on stage and get them going, and mm-hmm. uh, give them one more place to show their talents. And that's what we did." And uh, it's been amazing since then. So I, I guess there's not really mm-hmm. a fun, sh- there's not one favorite show, but my favorite part of the, is the aspect of people finding their voice there, giving mm-hmm. them a, a weird room to work in. It's hard to work in. <laughs> and if they, you know, they, you sharpen your, your chops there, sharpen your blade. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. I've watched these guys grow. And I think that's kind of the fun part of the whole thing. 
Mm. Thank you for bringing that up because I want to ask you, like, what is comedic voice? What does that mean? <sighs> Finding who you are. Uh, the, a lot of people will, will you know, even you, you're going to see what's going to happen. You know, you're mm. just starting out. You're having fun. You think you're going to mm. go one way, then you're going to zig another way and then zag right, another right, way. Right. Once you find out who you are on stage, what is the, the message that you have? What is your style? Mm. What is your tempo? Uh what are you holding back? A lot mm. of the guys that I see that kind of spring out realize they've been holding themselves back mm. on something. Okay. Mm -hmm. And once they release it, mm -hmm. then they just get crazy. And then all of a sudden it's just like a door opens and the water start racing mm -hmm. and their voice comes out, who they are comes out. Like, you know, it's like, you know, like, like when, a, like when a, a lion first roars, you know? Right. Yeah, that's amazing. So, like, who are your favorite voices? Besides the ones in my head? Um, <laughs> the ones in your heads are the funniest. <laughs> those are the funniest. Obviously. Those are Obviously. The funny uh, right now, I'd have to say, you know, like, uh, it, funny things for Jim, like Jim Jeffries, Bill Burr, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, people who aren't so um, favorable right now. Mm -hmm. They were popular. Um, Louis C.K., you know, even though he mm -hmm. says a lot of stuff that, or he did mm -hmm. some things that aren't very good. It, it I think away. they're so good. I still like Louis yeah. C.K. I still like Patrice O'Neill. I don't care what other people have to say about their allegations. Yeah. I don't want to belittle it, but as a comic, they're amazing. Right. So I, I kind of wonder, like, what are your thoughts on, like, the Me Too movement? in terms of Ooh, voice comedians. That's a whole thing. You, do you feel comfortable answering? Because I know it's on the well, question, but it just popped up, so I was just curious. I, I'm, I'm not comfortable. I, I have a daughter. Okay, okay. yeah. So mm -hmm. it's like I've, tr I've yeah, it's taught hard. her, yeah. mm -hmm. I've taught her that, look, unfortunately, you're going to have to work twice as hard to go half as far for a while. So you're, you know, your strength, who you are, don't, uh, don't be taken by anybody. Don't mm -hmm. take anybody. Right, right, right. And to kind of stop the whole thing with her is I told her straight out, look, if you ever do something stupid and you, mm -hmm. you know, you're at a party and she, she's going to be 18 soon. If something happens and some dude clicks a picture of you or you do something and they're say they're going to go ahead and they're going to release it. Or they're going to call, you know, do something. Mm -hmm. Tell them, hey, here's my dad's phone number. Call him. Mm -hmm. Tell him, you know, right. do something, you know, like if you call him on it, do something because there's not going to be any, I don't want my kid to ever be shamed by anything. Absolutely. I don't want her to ever feel that she is uh, a lesser person. Mm -hmm. You know, I want her strong and flexible. Mm -hmm. I don't want her being anything, you know, less than who she is. If, if who she is is something I may not agree with, mm -hmm. you know, I'll have to look at it. I'll have to do something. If she, if she gets involved in something like that, I got to find out, mm -hmm. I got to seriously sit down, like what happened? What led mm -hmm. to this? Mm -hmm. why did this happen mm -hmm. you know yeah thank you so how, much for sharing we, that and yeah. how do we and how do we kill that guy yeah but, <laughs> exactly <know. laughs> yeah don't mess with john benita's daughter all right no no you don't want to die so thank you thank you for that um really good perspective thank you for sharing that for sure because i think you're um you're 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 like at a unique perspective where you can you're kind of involved in the comedic scene and your dad so thank you for that so um my next question is like what makes a comic easy to work with and what makes you invite them to different places and recommend them to other people? 
it, I'll, uh, first off, how if they're respectful to the to the craft and other comics, because there's a I don't know when you show if you ever come back and do some other stuff there, you'll see the guys are everybody there. They know that once they're in that in that show, it's mm -hmm. a kind of a family thing. Sometimes you mm -hmm. get bumped, sometimes you won't. So the the mm -hmm. people that I invite back are people who I like to have come back, are people that are respectful to the craft and, and to themselves and the other comics. Can you define? I think you said it really well, but I I just want a more detailed explanation. How can you tell somebody is respectful to the craft versus somebody who's not? Somebody's being hacky. What does uh, hacky mean? Like just somebody, somebody who just who, who's just who's just who's just saying stuff to try to get a, a a rise out of somebody. People who are trolling the crowds. We have comics like that. There are comics that have come through, and you know I'll have, I'll not warn them, but other comics will say, hey, "Bro, like that's not good. Don't don't do that." Because what happens is, if they rile the crowd, let's say you go up and say something really super controversial, and you rile the crowd up, or you start a fight with the crowd, the next comic that has to come up after you has to spend his like he has seven minutes or five minutes or ten minutes of time. He's got to spend a portion of his set calming the crowd mm. down or coming off of that. So that's where I'm kind of the buffer to where if I see that happen, mm -hmm. I'll spend one or two minutes of my time trying to, you know, smooth over with the damage that the last comic did. Interesting. So like, can you, are you at liberty to share with us? Like what has riled up the crowd? Cause I can't even. Oh yeah. We've had, just, that, yeah, what do they say? What do they say? Happened to, uh, I think last month or so, or a few weeks ago, oh, wow. where comic ran, ran the, ran the light, mm -hmm. ran his time. Mm -hmm. Plus was getting combative with the crowd. He was just saying like, just ludicrous stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, he brought up the me too movement. Yeah. You know, these girls should have known. And how come they didn't say what they're going to, how come they didn't say it back then? And it can't be true if they didn't say it back then. And just seems that, you know, kind of convenient now when their careers are at the end of their, of their cycles, they bring up all this stuff to reignite their careers and make themselves relevant again. And we're like, shut up. Like, what are you doing? And the crowd was just, just seething. I mean, you, you could, you could cut the tension in that room with a knife, you know what I'm saying? And he knew what he was doing. He was just mad that he, that, that uh, uh, he got the position he did in the time he you know, and so the crowd kind of said, no, we had to, I had to go up and take a couple of minutes and smooth over the crowd and the next wow. spent about a minute, minute yeah. and a half having to do that again. So uh. when you grenade the crowd or, or, or do something like that or walk or walk people, when you walk somebody, that's less the next comic has to work with. That's true. So how, cause I feel like I'm a very dense person. I'm also a very recent comedian. So I feel like I'm, I'm just asking this for me. How can you tell if the audience has a negative reaction besides silence? Read the room. Look at the room. How you're, you're hearing. But what if the eyes. lights are blinding? Like you still have to listen saying? using other uh, senses. You're listening to the room. You're okay. listening to the, okay. uh, to the the, <clears throat> and, uh, the and the little the ti you know the, the uh, little yeah 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 like no <laughs> or you start hearing a lot of that then you if you're not quick. Um, mm -hmm. you're not going to come back. You'll, you have to make friends mm -hmm. with the audience. You have to endear the audience first, you know, let them know who you are and try to make it up, you know, some kind of connection with them. Yeah. Cause you gave me some good advice. You told me like, okay. Cause I feel like I don't know how to be endearing. So can you explain to me what like winning them on your side and being, a, do, yeah. That's something, yeah, that's, 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 it's not, a, it's not that it's unexplainable, but it's something even, and this goes back to where you and I first met in the entrepreneurial mm -hmm. world, when yeah, you're yeah, writing yeah. good copy, you have, mm -hmm. you have to be able to find the commonality with the audience, find out where you're at 
and then start off with a broad stroke and then kind of scissor it down. I don't know if you've ever heard Todd, uh, Todd Daniels, uh, Tosh no. whenever he does his comedy. Tosh. He, oh, Tosh, Tosh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he'll start off with a really wide joke that's really hilarious and then keep dissecting it and going and making it and finding out where that line is. Uh, so smart. you're not there yet, but what he, he is, you know, mm-hmm. Jeselnik, yeah, Anthony yeah. Jeselnik, he's also a very mm-hmm. polarizing Yeah, comedy. he's, I, yeah, somebody sent uh, his stuff to me and he's like, yeah, you remind me of him. I'm like, oh, interesting. And I started watching his stuff and I was like, it makes sense because he's not the crowd's friend, but no. he's funny. Yeah. He's funny and, and he's good looking. So that's, that kind of gets him where he can go someplace. Sometimes you kind of go, hmm, well, we'll listen. We'll see what's gonna, what he's going to say. But once you figure out how you're going to talk to the audience to where you can tell them a little about yourself. That's mm-hmm. why when I brought you up the way I brought you up, yes. I brought you up. You, you way over flattered me. Thank you so much. I was like, <laughs> Oh snap. I'm about to say some horrible things, <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you had a great introduction. Yeah. And that's, and that's what it happened. <laughs> the reason was that I wanted to make sure the crowd, cause you just, cause you followed a, a good comic. So the problem yes. was following that person. So I had to give you as equal. readjust. Yeah, I had to readjust. Oh, there's other things that she's good at. <laughs> she sucks. But that's I, I know pre- what you're doing. No, that's, that, that's the exact <laughs> yeah. thing I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the exact thing I did. I said, "Hey, look, you know, this is going <laughs> to yeah. happen now. Yeah. You're, you're going to meet this girl. She's professional. She's done this. She's she's got all these accolades. And now we're going to try this. So that already mm-hmm. set the audience audience up to say, okay." We know she's not going to be a pro at this. We know we got to mm-hmm. give her a little bit of right, room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of leeway. Let's see what she has to say. And luckily, you started off, you, you tagged on that. So mm-hmm. luckily, when you came back, when you went on stage, you tagged on that, onto that. And the, the, the audience was already endeared to you. They already said, okay, we know where this young lady's coming from. We know what's going on. And I didn't bring you up as, I only brought you up as a female entrepreneur. I did not bring you up as a female comic. I just yes. said she's one of the Thank you, you know, so much. Yes. That's brought you up as a comic. Yeah. So so they already had the idea of what was gonna happen. So basically it's like you know, like a, you know, my the CTA. My CTA was enjoy her and give her and, you know and give her some room to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's I really fun. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And um you brought up CTA. So like why did you go to John's uh, meeting? Or are you doing online marketing? Yeah. Or like what? Do, yeah, yeah can you tell us about that? Yeah, can you tell us about that? So <laughs> yeah, so. Wow. Uh, well, okay, and you're going to hate this too. I used to do, I used to also sell ICs. Uh, in, uh, What's in that? Circuits. I sell microchips and semiconductors and whatnot. Oh, that's cool. Why would so, I hate you for that? Well, because it's just like one of the dumb things that I've done. So in the matter of that, the way that the the company I was working for was selling, was doing it online and they didn't know about SEO. They didn't know a lot about stuff and they didn't understand about affiliate marketing. They could have, there was, while I was working for that company, I found out the companies that we were buying from had affiliate programs. And at that time, 10 years ago, I didn't understand what, what affiliate marketing really was. And it wasn't called affiliate marketing kind of that much, you know? Mm-hmm. So I started learning about it. And so I started searching and searching and I saw this guy talking about it and I go, okay, this guy's kind of cool. And he's doing his mm-hmm. driving with John Chow. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the signs in the background and I go like, I wait, I recognize all yeah. those signs. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm right here. Wait, you know. Yeah. And so that's how I started. I started uh, searching him out like a, okay. like a, like some kind of stalker. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I, I mean, I do too. He actually, yeah. John, John was on a previous episode. You guys can check out internet millionaire humor. If you're interested, 
Yeah, thank you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, John Chow? Yes. Yeah, that guy's crazy. You should, if you, did he go through all of what he's where he started from being a printer? Like he knows the people he knows is really weird. It's like he, he knows, knows he freaking met uh, Bill Gates at a party. Yeah, he's like he's you know amazing. How, you know how weird it is to to have Gary Vaynerchuk call him out in a crowd. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, what happened? What's the story? I need to know. Dude, like he because he helped get, uh, Gary get his book out back oh. in the day when he was still when he first first wrote his first book. John has. A, a copy, uh, a first rough draft of that book. Wow. Of, I'm not uh, surprised because John is crazy. And yeah, like, and he knows, yeah. <laughs> he knows the, the owner of Daiso. He knows. What? Yeah, he knows. He, oh he knows all these weird, like, we're hanging out, Russell Brunson. He's awesome. Yeah, so like, you know, we Who's we, Russell Brunson? ClickFunnels, the owner of ClickFunnels. Oh, what? Man, I should have drilled him. Okay, he did offer to do a part two with me. So thank you for that. I'm yeah. going to ask him how he found all these people. Yeah. Sorry. You know. Sorry. Go yeah. Ahead, so the, sorry. the story, the stories of internet marketing. We were trying to do an internet marketing thing or an affiliate marketing uh, podcast, but the he's I, I, him and I get along. I think because him and I are the same way that we know the most unusual people through the most yes. unusual means. Very true. And that's how I mm -hmm. think what him and I get along so well. But mm -hmm. that's how I started into that. So I went. I sought him out. I started talking to him. He he figured out that I wasn't a stalker, and you know mm -hmm. he was really him and I clicked during the whole hoverboard catching fire thing. What? The, the, what? I'm so confused. Hoverboards hoverboard? were catching fire. What? what? Remember hoverboards about two, two, three years ago? They were catching fire? Yeah, the hoverboards, they were exploding. That's why they, they stopped selling it in the US. Those two little things. Oh, those I didn't little, know that. Everybody's flying off these things. Oh, really? You never saw? Okay, that'll be another I show. I don't, yeah, I don't. Look up hoverboards <laughs> catching fire. Well, People, in addition to agency. On, on, on addition to the agency. That's because, yeah, <laughs> that's all. It, everything ties back to China, Japan, <laughs> or comedy. Uh, that's so funny. Um, what was I going to say? Man, you're, oh, your, you know so many. Yeah, like, yeah, we're talking about John, click funnels, like hoverboards. Um, wow. It's gone off the rails. Yeah. This is awesome. I love it. That's that's what it is, right? Because you're the comedy pimp. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk comedy pimping. So, um, like in terms of like the show and then people that you get involved with, like what advice would you give for like beginning comedians so that the hosts will like them? Ooh. God, you know what? Uh, okay, Th this is and and this is something that I have found only through time. I did not have this understanding and I didn't know uh, I would understand this when I first started this five years ago. Mm -hmm. The advice I have is just something I've said over and over again, respect. Mm -hmm. um, just don't So can be, you tell us like what actions show respect? Just being there, just being quiet. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a comedy, there's a, the guy, uh, Jason, there's a Jason Rodriguez from the rec room over in Orange County. Mm -hmm. uh, he just shows up. He's like, you know what? I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'll I love Jason. Yeah, He's I'll awesome. take the bullet. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. care. Going up first is hard because nobody wants to go up first because that's the hardest mm -hmm. part because you're taking the temperature for the room. Uh, so you yeah. think going up first actually helps people? It does. It helps the other comics. It helps the other comics. And Jason does that. So like Jason yeah. has that before that. Before Jason used to do Dakota Friedman. 
who does yes i love dakota yeah. too yeah dakota's in, you know he he really cut a couple of teeth on the stage where he was learning some stuff and he it was easier in smaller venues and and then he started going to harvell's a lot into the to the tuesday show and he i guess learned some different stuff he took to other shows and learned a little bit about himself and he just got funnier and funnier and funnier yeah. but it was just the idea of like when i see that you're honestly there to do something you're not just there like if you've never had come to the, like my room if yeah. you come there and you're telling me oh, i can't go up then or i can't go up there you know or i only want to uh, go up here okay. i've never seen you bro like i've mm -hmm. never seen you perform in this room you may have great youtube presence or you might do this but i've seen you know greater comics eat a bag of dicks on the stage you know <laughs> really yeah. bad i've seen there there's yeah. a couple i'll sh later on I'll, you know off the, uh off the record i'll show yeah, you off the record yeah I'll tell me after i'll show you, I'll show you I'll tell show me you the secrets i'll show you comics <laughs> that have eaten huge bags of dicks on stage because yeah. they thought they're gonna come up and do it on yeah. this that room is really weird it's it's a really weird i like it though room. i i thought like i'm gonna use your room as part of my demo reel you should that's how much i liked it yeah. that'll be fun i'll be, be, be on to have that but that's what i'm saying so the, the thing is uh there's another great comic uh he's one of the voices of the jellies and he was also on mm -hmm. a couple of shows on showtime uh earl skakel uh oh from the from the comedy store uh he if you follow earl skakel on twitter you'll see him bagging on comics that are what the, he calls them you know uh, um Palmers, you know, that is there. Hey, they don't want to work. They just want to be able to get on stage. They want the stage time. They don't want to work to get there. They don't want to go through the, through the rough grind of doing it. Mm. But if you follow Earl Skakel's uh, Twitter, you'll hear him complaining about stuff like that, where mm. comics just want to do it. Uh, someone who's also kind of outspoken is uh, um, uh, Feng Chung. On also, oh, God, I'm going to screw up his name, and I know him very well. At the I love store how many well. people you know, though. Like, don't, I, don't, I, know these, like I know nobody. I know nobody. These, yeah, these are people who are, are real, in my opinion, real comics mm -hmm. that are every day working it. Uh, mm -hmm. There's another comic. His name is Ty Rivera, and he's another polarizing comic as well. Mm -hmm. You know, he makes a lot of enemies, but the thing is, is that he does the grind. He. How do you not make enemies? I'm curious. What do you define you, as a comedy enemy? You, uh, you have to follow Ty Rivera stuff, uh, and you'll see him how he talks. And you, if you just read his his threads, and people are attacking him, and some things he's you know he's some things he's he's a little bit wrong on. Some things he's he's, he's more than right, but he's more right than wrong. Hmm. But he's very outspoken. He does not mince words. Okay. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, these are all, these are all comics. Yeah, now. these are all comics that are kind of, uh, Feng, Feng Chung. Feng Chow. Oh, my God. I'm, I feel horrible that I didn't get his name right. Uh, I'm so confused by so many names. I can't even there's, keep track. There's, yeah, there's I don't people. Think there's more people I know that are here in Long Beach and some in Orange County. You know, Stephen Fury is a great example. Uh, or <laughs> Stephen Randolph, man. If you ever want to see somebody who takes chances and he's, I mean, he, he has more hits than misses. Uh, Stephen Randolph, he's hilarious. I think it's Stephen Randolph too or something. But Ooh. all these guys are just, you know, they grind, they do things, they hit the road, they, you know. So when... Uh, when somebody like me, who's, I call, I'm just a fledgling in this business, doing this for as, as little time as I've done it, I recognize the, the, I respect 
the the hustle, the grind. I see in their eyes when they're if somebody's good, mm-hmm. they don't have to tell me they're good. Chris Cope. True. Chris Cope is another great person, you know, uh, I never have to worry about, he, you know, when I first met him is something, he just exuded this confidence that was like, yeah, you know, I'm here to, to have fun. I'm not here mm-hmm. to, to, to make any, I'm not here for politics. I'm not here. Mm-hmm. You know, Hey, you know, what do you think about doing this? You know, letting me do this. Yeah. Uh, two Titans that, that are, are on this, on that come over is, uh, uh Connor McSpadden, Keith Carey from, you know, from, uh, they write right now on was it, David Spade's new show. You know, everyone. Oh my no, God. No, I don't know anybody. These are just it. people. These are just the small people. But still you know? yeah. the ability to even name them. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Deidre Devlin who did, who works on, on, uh, adult swim with, uh, on, on, um, I'm all these stupid names. I'm remembering. On Robot Chicken. She's one of the writers on Robot Chicken. Wow. Follow her. All these, you know, these crazy women. Uh, they're the girl, I think you followed her, Jessica Ro- Rosas. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's her. awesome. That's, those people, they have it. They, they get it. Go mm-hmm. to a room. Hey, can I get, you know, can I get on? And they come back the next week. Hey, can I get on? And then the third time they get on, they show, and then at that time, they don't go, oh, finally I got on or whatever. They get on, they do their best. Mm. They show what they've got. They come with their A game, with their most polished stuff, even with the three mm-hmm. minutes. Let me give, I'll give you three minutes of most incredible stuff that mm-hmm. I have. Boom, I done. It. You know, all the guys from the rec room, you know, they're mm-hmm. all. Yeah, rec room is so tough. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, Yeah. Huge respect to Red Room. Yeah, it's those guys are, are all incredible. You know, Kenny Weber and all them over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're beasts over there. They're 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 starting their own little mafia, comedy mafia yes. over there. Yes. You know, those guys are going to be some of the up and coming guys. But that's what I'm saying. Is like they, I think they all recognize each other. You know, they all. Mm-hmm. What makes me want to work with somebody is somebody that I know that is there to work. So what would you define as working in terms of like actions? Like, do you feel like it's like a serious comic is somebody who, and obviously circumstances and family and like work, right. you know, everyone's situation is different, but barring that, like, what would you say makes somebody serious? Like they come like six days a week or like they do what, like nine open mics a day? Who, or, like, I would what? say, you know, a lot of comics they do, they go every night, you know, for the, you know, and I know that my show is only a Tuesday night show that is People come to my show to work out because there's no other show going on in the area. <laughs> I get it. Well, I know. It's right. It's, it's like it's not like you know, you're trying to get yeah, like yeah. at the improv yeah, no, or the comedy store. <laughs> I get hey, it. How do, but I I like your room because I feel like it's almost tougher than some of the rooms that people go to regularly because of the burlesque because. It's, because people are, aren't there to see com- – they're not everybody. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah not everyone. Comedy. So you have to really try your best to make right. people laugh. So right. I almost feel like it's tougher in that sense. Um, but, wow, um, you can Yeah, and, and you can't um, rely on gay <laughs> jokes. You can't rely on girl jokes. You can't rely on – you know, you can't you – can't, there's a lot of things. It's a very – There's smart people. Say again? Yeah, there's smart people in your room. Right. There's smart people in your room. Yeah, yeah. And there's also dumb ones that are just <laughs> yeah, <stupid. they're- laughs> But it doesn't matter. They're the ones paying, right? Right. So, um, you know, so, so what advice do you have for people like, huh? I, I, my, well, the advice is, not to cut you off, the advice is, is yeah. just know what you want when you're there. Don't, don't be a hobby comic. 
or whatever. If it's something you're going to do, do it. Spend some time doing it. Even I, and then we've had hobby comics, hobbyist comics come through. They're just trying it out. Hey, okay, you want to try it out? Go up and eat a bag of dicks and tell me what you yeah. think. You want to do it again? You let's just do this again. I'll give you, you know, I'll let you hang yourself. I'll let you, I'll give you what you want. You know, and I think even one of the comics told you straight out the bat, quit. You know, here's the best advice I have right. for any comic. Quit. Remember, I can't right. remember who was telling you. Was it, who? was it, uh, oh, one of the old veterans? He told, he was just, I mean, but he tell, tells us to everybody. Um, oh, I don't I even it was, remember. It was Gene Pompa. Oh. He, uh, Gene Pompa, who's been on The Tonight Show, who's been on Conan O'Brien. Okay. Uh, you know, he's been in a couple of movies. But the thing is, is that you really have to, the advice is, is that if this is what you want, embrace it do it learn about it write that's why if you're seeing on top of my of my t-shirts on my merch it says uh yeah uh, plug your merchandise what is oh, this it's just, How can just we no, buy? it says write or write or die where's your website no, how can we buy stuff no actually the website's down which was what? killing me today uh, yeah, it's, it's but there will it be up can you just tell us so when it's It'll up be, it's what's longbeachcomedy.com but if you can Ooh, follow Long yeah Beach follow on, on long beach right. long beach comedy on uh it's it's a mess right now but it's a win-win relationship. You get on my show, I promote your stuff. There you go. When your so just, just, just comes up, just then you make money. Yeah. What's yeah. your Instagram? Instagram is Long Beach Comedy. I'm on everything: Facebook Long Beach Comedy, Twitter Long Beach Comedy, and uh, Instagram Long Beach Comedy. Those things are still moving. But the website, that's a, that's that's tech talk. You and I can talk about tech talk later on yeah, sure. with the website. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. Is that the, you know. It, you know, scriba uh, more, uh, meaning write or die. If you're not writing every day, if you're not finding something, if something is not catching your attention and you're not writing it down and thinking something funny about it or, you know, if you're not doing that, you're not there for the business. You're just there to get on stage and act a fool. Mm. You know, if you're not hitting a couple of, of open mics, if you're not auditioning, if you're not taking some, you know, an acting class, if you're not taking a writing class, if you're not taking a speech class, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pre I was the president until we had to shut it down of the Toastmasters, of a Toastmasters oh, here in yeah, the Toastmasters. district. So I used to be a Toastmaster. Mm -hmm. So l learn your craft. And that's what I would say. If, even if it's, if it's two hours a day, an hour a day, and you read a book about something, read, read somebody's story, read uh, how to write this, read how to write that, read, you know, I don't know, how to, how to win friends and influence others. That, you know, anything. If you're, if you're working towards being on stage and you're working to be a serious writer, that's what I would do. I would say embrace it. Because the guys that, like, I keep on telling you when I was there, I was trying to introduce you to everybody. Mm -hmm. yeah, everybody, in, yeah, everybody in that room writes on a show, is trying to write on a show, uh, used to write on a show, writes uh, on a podcast, does okay. some small, they, they, they put some of their blood in what mm -hmm. they're doing around them. Right. That's my advice. It's just really come out and come out to play. Mm -hmm. and, and if you can play, play hard, play full out. Yeah. Absolutely. So what advice, like uh, networking advice, would you give for somebody so that they can get into Laugh Factory, improv? Yeah, don't what be a dick. Be your... Okay. That's the basic rule. Don't be a dick. No, and I hate to say this, but a lot of times, and again, if you follow Earl Skakel's <laughs> Twitter, you'll see. You'll see the foibles. You will see what, what not to do. Uh, you know, be respectful. Don't just, if you're going to they're in glad hand and palm somebody hey what's going on you know blah, blah, blah. show them you're there then no one wants to be they don't want to they don't want you introducing themselves 
to, to them. They want to see somebody working. They want, and you have more power if they notice you mm -hmm. because you're really there to work or you're really there to do something than if you go introduce yourself or you can introduce yourself, but I'm saying that don't be fake. If you're, mm -hmm. you know, the more people will notice you when you're doing what you love. Absolutely. Right. So if the, the networking will happen where like somebody like me, I know what you're trying to do. I see the passion in it. Let me introduce you to everybody. And then let me give you the tools and that, 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 what do you build from it? Perfect. Awesome. So how can we stalk you? How can we um, get to talk to you about possibly going on Heart Balance if you <laughs> like us enough? How can we, uh, how can we learn more about you? Go to right now that the, the ticket right now you can go to Long Beach uh, Comedy on Instagram, Long Beach Comedy on Twitter, Long Beach Comedy on Facebook. Um, you know, like it, do whatever, make, uh, say that you heard the, the podcast on Lee Lynn's, get free tickets to the show every Tuesday night has been going on. The only time we're going to be dark this year is going to be uh, Christmas and New Year's and uh, 8.30 Tuesdays every night, Harvell's downtown Long Beach. You're going to love the show. It's great. And again, you know, you mentioned Lee Lynn, get it for free. Oh, save yourself, what? save yourself what? 10 bucks at the door. Can I get in for free? <laughs> 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 that's awesome though thank you um i'm gonna assume i can get in for free you can't if get I it for free name but only if i use my name only if you use name only and, and i'll even okay. give you a drink ticket. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right oh wow it's been so much fun thank you so much john um, i really appreciate your um the energy and the opportunity that you give to new comics um and uh i really appreciate this interview it was amazing i don't know if you had clothes on the whole time but i hey, did i was slowly addressing the entire time oh okay man well, uh, follow John, guys. Um, he's amazing. Uh, if you get a chance, please go to Harvell's in Long Beach. It's great. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate your time, John. All right. Thank you. Have a great night.